morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Wherever you are in your day, thank you for spending this time with me. Welcome to Detour Insights, where together we'll embark on a journey of self-discovery and growth. I'm your host, Angie Childers. Let's get going. Gratitude, like faith, is a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it grows, and the more power you have to use it on your behalf. If you do not practice gratefulness, its benefaction will go unnoticed, and your capacity to draw on its gifts will be diminished. To be grateful is to find blessings in everything. This is the most powerful attitude to adopt, for there are blessings in everything. And that is a quote by Alan Cohen. So before we get into it this morning, we are going to talk about gratitude today and remembering to focus on the positives and the blessings. When it can become so easy to focus on the negative, we have to remind ourselves of the positives. I don't have a specific office space right now. So where I record in the house, the dogs are typically with me in this room. Um, I have a, or we have a one-year-old little 12-pound dog. We call her a Sheagle. She is a Beagle Shih Tzu mix, and her name is Judith. We also have a 13-year-old mutt that showed up on our doorstep about 12 years ago, and he's been a part of our family ever since, and his name is Max. So as I said, he's 13 years old, and he's getting older and slowing down. And when we got Judith about a year ago, he played with her for a little while, but then it kind of tapered off and he settled back into being the old man that he is and laid around a lot. And I know he deals with arthritis pain and we just recently are pretty sure that some of his behaviors are leaning towards him going into dementia. So we know that our time with him is limited and that can be a very sad thing to think about. We just lost our 11-year-old boxer a year ago, almost to the day. So to think about already possibly losing another is so very hard. Seeing Max laying around as much as he does and slowing down has been difficult. But for the last two months, and I don't know what has gotten into him, but he plays with Judith at least twice a day for about 45 minutes. In fact, if I leave her in her crate too long in the mornings, after they eat, he will grab a toy and go sit near her crate, wanting me to let her out. So it's not that he's just tolerating her. He is actually looking forward to playing with her. So while I don't have a specific office space to lock myself away to do these episodes and do these recordings, they are in the room with me. They're actually playing right now while I'm talking. I think for the most part, you don't hear the noises. The program that I use has been pretty good about blocking out the background noises. But if you do occasionally hear an odd sound, I just want you to know that it's because I am very blessed to still have my 13-year-old Max with us. And he still has the energy to play. So... Thank you for indulging me and letting me share that when I was working on my notes earlier this week. That was actually not part of what I wrote down. So this was very ad-libbed this morning. 
And I appreciate you listening and giving me that opportunity to just share that with you. It just kind of came to my mind as I sat down getting ready to record and they're over here playing. So I appreciate that. And I think that it's a nice little intro into us talking about gratitude this morning. It is crazy that it is already into November. I took some time last weekend. Me and my husband went to the mountains. Um, just to, I was determined I was going to see some fall colors in the mountains. I don't can't think of a time that I've ever actually went to do that. And I took time to appreciate the opportunity to spend that time enjoying the colors, the crisp, cool fall mountain air. It really just helped me to refocus my thinking to a more grateful mindset. The last couple of weeks have had my mind thinking about some pretty heavy stuff, and it was just nice to recharge and get away last weekend. So as this podcast continues, I think you'll find that I'm not afraid to have the hard conversations, to talk about some of the pretty painful aspects of life. The reason is because whether we talk about it or not, we are all dealing with those things. So we need to get more comfortable talking about it. And that is definitely going to be conversations that you will find on this podcast. And I, I hope that you get something out of it. And I hope that you're able to resonate with what we talk about on this podcast. But there definitely needs to be a balance with remembering the kinder and more loving aspects of life. Is this life painfully hard sometimes? Absolutely. But it can also be so full of joy when we take the time to have a more grateful mindset. When we choose to find those moments and allow them to feed our souls. It's important to have a good balance of accepting both the hard moments and the joyous moments of life. So for today's episode, I just wanted to take some time to focus on the more joyous moments, to remember that we can choose to focus on joy and talk about how to do that. So let's start with gratitude. What is gratitude? Gratitude is the quality of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation and to return kindness. And remember, gratitude is a choice. So at any given moment, you can choose to refocus and choose gratefulness, which is not just about being thankful or showing appreciation. Let's not forget, it can also involve acts of kindness towards others. Take your significant other in your life, for example, or a special friend or family member. Think about someone in your life that you truly appreciate. When is the last time that you performed an act of kindness just simply to show them how grateful you are to have them in your life? Gratefulness, like love, is not just a word. It's not just feeling. It involves action. People who regularly practice gratitude are found to feel happier and less anxious and less stress. 
when we have less stress in our bodies, that decreases the amount of stress hormones that are being dumped into our system, which can affect many aspects of our overall health and well-being. Gratitude has actually been known to boost the neurotransmitter serotonin and activate the brainstem to produce dopamine, which is our brain's pleasure chemical. And this was according to an article I was reading on brainbalancecenter.com. So let's talk about how to cultivate gratitude. So I've already talked about my animals, and animals are a great source of learning about gratitude. They can teach us so much. I've also been thinking a lot lately about my son and his wife that live across the country. I could easily fall into that mindset of feeling down and hating how far away they are. I miss them all the time. But I choose to focus on what I have gratitude for. And it keeps me feeling more positive when thinking about the situation of them being so far away. I'm grateful, first off, that they have this amazing job opportunity and that they have this amazing life experience opportunity to live in this new place and see new things. I'm grateful that they are together and doing this journey together. And I'm grateful that we can afford to travel to see them occasionally and spend time with them. And I'm very grateful that they will both call me just to chat and catch up. We can find daily examples just living our lives to choose gratitude. Just the other day, I was so sleepy sitting in my car outside the gym. I wanted to turn around, go home, and take a nap so bad. I knew I was not going to have time at any other point in my day to take a nap. I literally like had this space of time that it was work out or go home, take a nap. My body and everything in me wanted the nap. But I chose to go inside and get in a great workout. And I, I, I actually love strength training. I love going to the gym, but it can feel torturous while you're working out, especially if you're trying to push yourself. And this week was about me pushing myself, doing bigger weights, um, and just trying, trying to take it up a new level. So it felt somewhat torturous. But I have to choose to be grateful that I have a strong enough body that is capable to do the hard workouts. Even some of the most difficult things that I've experienced in my life, I can look on and appreciate what those things have taught me, the strength that I found, and it helps me to be even more appreciative of the happier times. I would challenge you to look every day where you can have more gratitude. But also look at some of the bigger, the heavier things that you've been through in your life. Maybe something you're going through right now. Where can you still choose gratitude? So, of course, this is the month of gratitude, a time to reflect on being thankful for all that we are blessed with. And I want to, throughout the month, kind of sprinkle in some responses from the people that I've asked in my personal life, what gratefulness means to them. And I'm going to share one now, and I'll try to share at least one with each episode this month. And this is from my dear friend, Anna. I know you're listening. 
And she said to her, it means to be thankful for something or somebody and show your appreciation. Thank you, Anna, for participating in that for me. And I so much appreciate you being in my life and the support you have shown. But we know that everything worth doing or having comes with its own set of challenges, even being thankful. So I plan to touch on, obviously, like I said, I plan to touch on gratefulness, gratitude, being thankful all throughout this month. And I want to find ways in my own life to start focusing on gratitude. And I would love for you to do the same. So in order to set ourselves up for success, we have to consider the challenges that we might face, right? If we don't take time to consider those challenges, then they can take us by surprise or we don't even recognize when the challenge is coming up to be able to have those strategies to overcome them. So the first challenge I want to talk about is a topic that or is a a focal point that I have used with other topics. And today I'm going to call it living in the subconscious. So basically, in our busy lives, we live most of our time in that subconscious state, doing things without thinking about it, going off muscle memory. But we can tend to take things for granted when we're doing that, not slowing down long enough to recognize our many blessings. So to combat this, we have to purposefully set time aside to consciously consider our lives. This can be done by sitting down at the end of your day with a journal. You could take time to do this in the middle of the day, the first part of your day, but at some point in your day, purposely set aside a time, set aside a time, (laughs) set some time aside to just consider your day and consider some things that you are thankful for. And like I said, do this with a journal. And don't overthink this one. I love journaling. But I had gotten away from it because I was in this mindset that it it was about writing down everything that went on in my day, and that could get a little overwhelming and take some time. So I've tried to rethink how to journal and not have such strict parameters for it. Journaling can look like anything you want it to look like. And so especially when we're talking about um, a gratitude journal, it can literally Be as simple as writing down three things at the end of your day that you're thankful for. You can do this in an app in your phone if you have like just a notes app. Whatever you want to use that works in your day, it's not, the focus isn't going to be about the rules or the parameters for what it means to journal, but just to put yourself in the mindset of having some gratitude in your day. And this simple act can help you to become more aware of your daily blessings. Another obstacle can be, and you guessed it, our negative self-talk. If you've been listening to my episodes, you knew that I was going to have to find a way to bring this one up. I I talk about self-talk a lot, and our brains tend to want to remind us throughout our day about all the negative. Now, there's a purpose for this. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Our brain is trying to make sure that we are aware of any and all dangers, whether they be physical, emotional, mental, and even spiritual. 
It's our brain's jobs to keep us safe in those areas. But we have to take the time to remind our brains that we are safe and we would like to refocus on the positive today or even for that moment. Sometimes it's a moment by moment thing. So what does that look like? I'm going to use a quick example, something that I've been dealing with for just the last couple of days. For one, it has been very cold the last couple of days, the last couple of mornings especially, and I do not like the cold. I've also been waking up with a pretty bad headache for the last few days. I have a lot of tightness on one side of my neck and probably a subluxation in there or something, and it's causing me to wake up with a headache. Thankfully, I have been able to relieve the headache most mornings with some stretching and some pain meds. But when I first wake up in the morning, my mind completely focuses on how cold it is and that I have this headache. And it just it just kind of whispers to me, don't you just want to stay in bed until it all goes away? But I have to take charge. I have to take captive my thought to remind myself that, yes, it's a little cold. And it's going to be a little hard to get up and push through this headache to get going. But I have a body that's capable of doing hard things. I am strong enough to get up and do that and get moving. And I am blessed enough to have plenty of sweatshirts to put on. And I also have an awesome chiropractor, which I plan to go see as soon as I'm able. So that's a very lighthearted scenario. But you can use this tactic with any scenario in your life, from the day-to-day things that we deal with, like headaches and cold weather, to some of the bigger, heavier challenges that you might be facing. The third challenge that I want to talk about, and there are there's a whole list of challenges, and I'm not going to touch on all of them today. I'm going to, to continue to bring up some of those challenges in future episodes, but this is the third and final challenge that I want to talk about today. I want to touch on our busy lives. This is a time of year that we can all get so busy that it becomes hard to enjoy our day. It's it's such an ironic time of year for me. It's a time of year that when you watch the Lifetime movies and you think about the cozy fires and the and the cozy um hot chocolate and you know it's supposed to be this time of year that just brings you this just comfort that's like just wraps you in a warm blanket and you just want to cozy all up in it and it, it's not that usually <laughs> it it becomes so busy and hectic and the traffic is horrible and it gets dark at four o'clock <laughs> maybe not four o'clock but it feels like it And you got to go out in the cold and fight the crowds for the shopping. And, oh, my gosh, there's so many people to buy presents for. And do I have up enough decorations? And do I have time to put up my decorations? And then I got to think about taking the decorations down. And and if you're me, I have to have my house completely clean before I even start putting up decorations because I just can't enjoy the decorations if the house isn't clean. So it just becomes this time of not cozy, hot chocolate wrapped up in a warm blanket by the fire and having this free time to go and enjoy Christmas lights, but it becomes a very hectic time. And I keep thinking I could get all this stuff done real quick and then I can slow down and enjoy what the holiday is supposed to be. And it just never seems to happen that way. By the time I get to slow down, Christmas has come and gone. And 
we really have to be a little more purposeful in slowing down and finding a way to enjoy this time of year. So for the last couple of years, I've tried to intentionally slow down and let go of what I told myself is a requirement to get through the holidays. And those requirements can be anything from putting up enough decorations to buying every single person in my life a present (laughs) to making it to all the holiday events. You know, I had to, I wanted to take time to figure out how to get back to enjoying this time of year because that's what it's supposed to be about. And a few years back, my husband and I, when the kids were a little younger, we just, we were starting to feel that, starting to feel like we were losing that joy of the time of year. It was just about making it from this meal to, or this dinner to that dinner to that family function and da 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 da. And especially like Thanksgiving. So I actually love Thanksgiving. Um, that's probably my more favorite time of year rather than Christmas. And it may have to do with, you know, Christmas is all about the, the a little bit, it gets a little bit more stressful about the presents and this and that. But Thanksgiving, there's no presents involved. It's just about quality time with your family. And, you know, the kids get a lot less time off for Thanksgiving than they do for Christmas. So when our kids were still in school, they get it like, I don't know, what, two days off plus the the weekend. But by the time you go to the 10 family functions that you have to go to, you you fly through that time and then they're going back to school. And so for a few years, my husband and I made the decision to get away for Thanksgiving. Just us and the kids. And we did this for several years in a row. And I'm telling you, it was the best decision we made. I love my family. And if you're listening, we love you. But we had to get back to some basics for us and the kids and us and the family. We just needed that time. We still went to all the family stuff for Christmas, but for Thanksgiving, we took the kids and we just got away. Like, I think my favorite one was when we went to Outer Banks. There was nothing open. It's Thanksgiving. And we ended up eating like oysters for Thanksgiving Day. It was, it was such a great time. And we just spent time together. And that brought me so much more joy than trying to make it to four or five different events or functions, family functions, knowing I would get to see all the family in another month at Christmas. But this time was just about getting back to some quality time with my kids and my husband. Also, talking about Christmas, there's that burden of got to get everybody presents. Not only crazy crowds and the shopping and getting the right present, but the financial debt that we put ourselves in. And so we got to let go of that. And we got to let go of feeling like that's a requirement for Christmas. So for this year, my son and his wife are across the country. And we have had conversations and we're like, you know, it's going to take some money for them to get back here. Um, they're going to actually come in January. So we're going to have our, our quote, quote unquote Christmas in, in January. And I don't want them stressing out over the financial strain of not only getting here, but then presents. And I don't, I don't want to stress over that. So we have, um, basically decided that our Christmas to each other this year is going to be about quality time. And we're going to let go of feeling like we have to get presents for everybody. And we're going to, you know, whether we get each other a little something, we may still do that. 
but it's not going to be all about making sure we get all that and that it's all under the tree and that, you know, there may be only a couple presents under the tree this year and I'm going to be okay with that. I'm going to enjoy what I love about my Christmas tree. And that's the lights and the way that it looks at night when I'm sitting here by myself with that hot cup of chocolate, cup, cup of chocolate that didn't sell <laughs> hot chocolate and the fire. And then I'm going to enjoy when my kids show up in January and that quality time that we get to spend together and the decorations. So I kind of started this. I don't remember if it was last year or even the year before. I have collected, we've collected um, decorations over the years. And it just seems like it keeps getting to be more and more and more decorations. And I have kind of tried to start bringing it back down to some of the basics. And I found I really enjoy that. I'm not spending a lot of time putting up decorations. I put up my favorites and I enjoy that. And I take the time to enjoy that. So I encourage you to try to step away from that mindset of more, more, more and figure out how to enjoy this holiday on less, less decorations, less parties and events, less presents. And if you want to focus on the more, make it about the quality time doing the things that bring you joy with the people that bring you joy. I want to hear your thoughts on today. I want to hear how you plan to enjoy this month and the next month. I want to hear how you plan to slow down and enjoy your time. I'm going to find some ways to allow you to connect with me on that. Um, there is a place, if you're listening on Spotify, there's a place for you to leave some comments. Please, please, please leave me some comments. Let me know how you plan to enjoy the next couple of months and slow down and find that mindset of gratitude. Let me know some of your challenges and we can talk about it in some of the future episodes. And just, you know, I want to hear from you. I'm, you know, maybe if you, if you follow me on Facebook, leave the comments there. If you know me personally, send me a text. I want to hear from you and how you plan to incorporate an attitude of gratitude over the next couple of months. Okay. Dear friends, I absolutely love this time with you. I absolutely love getting to come to you every week. And I am so grateful for you. I am so grateful for this opportunity. I am so grateful for the listeners that tune in every single week. I am grateful for those of you in my life that send me messages of support and encouragement and let me know that you listened this week and what you got from it. That means so much to me. And I appreciate you. And if you need me, I'll be right here. <laughs>